The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here. At a time when we are all pulling together to fight coronavirus, COVID-19, I have something for you. An all-free e-chapter on coronavirus crimes and how to fight them. Don't be a coronavirus crime victim from door-to-door sales of fake cures and tests, vaccines. That's not real. To robocalls that are trying to scam you, to fake ads, to phishing you online, to fake cures that are being sold on the internet and on infomercials right now. You've got to arm yourself against these crimes. Please download our free e-chapter, Coronavirus Crimes, Don't Be a Victim. Go to CrimeOnline.com. You'll see it there. Hit the link and download it for free. Arm yourself against criminals and scam artists, cons, that will not only take advantage of you, but take advantage of you, your parents, your grandparents, and people you love at a time when we are all fighting the virus. I hope you go to CrimeOnline.com and download this. It's been highly researched and presented for you for free. Goodbye, friend. Keep the faith. of you, like me, have watched the Netflix so-called documentary on Joe Exotic, not his real name, the so-called Tiger King. But is that just a show? Is that real? Their numbers are skyrocketing through the roof for the Tiger King. But what is the truth? What really happened in a court of law? Many of the jurors are afraid to speak out. But we managed to track down one juror, Kristen, who will tell you the truth of why Joe Exotic is behind bars in a federal penitentiary. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. 
Joining us now is a very special guest, Kristen, who actually sat on the Joe Exotic trial. Kristen, thank you for being with us. Thank you. Kristen, I don't know if you saw the Netflix special or the Fox Network special on Joe Exotic, but I've got a pretty good idea. It was very different than what happened in the courtroom. Would you agree with that? Oh, I'd absolutely agree with that. It, it was a completely different story than what we heard. And you know, it's so crazy to me as a former prosecutor to hear people actually uh, approach the president asking for a pardon for Joe Exotic when you guys went through all this evidence. Let me just start at the beginning. When you first saw Joe Exotic in that courtroom, how did he appear? Um, well, he um, he looks much smaller than than he does uh, than he did on the special. Uh, he had the mullet and he and he had some jewelry, not much, but um, he uh, he the suit that he was wearing was way too big for him, so it kind of swallowed him and made him look even smaller. Um, so yeah, he uh, was not impressive, and he he looked much older than he did on the the docu series. Let me ask you a question regarding the evidence. We've heard it said over and over and over on TV, in the media, there was no evidence that he handed over money to Alan Glover for a hit. Well, I disagree. Alan Glover took the stand and there were so many hours of tape recordings. I mean, tell me what you thought was the strongest evidence requiring the hitman counts. Kristen, I know you guys look at a lot of counts, the Lacey counts for wildlife, the endangered species counts, shooting the tigers, a lot. But on the hitman aspects, murder for hire, what do you think, Kristen, was the strongest evidence that convinced you it really happened? Um, that is a real easy question. We did uh, hear a lot of recordings and we saw a lot of uh, text messages and that kind of thing that had to do uh, with Alan Glover, but then with the uh, undercover FBI agent and, um, oh, I can't think of his name now, but um, there was a long recording of him meeting Joe and uh, we could have convicted on both murder for hire counts based on one sentence that Joe said, which was uh, the first guy that I hired to kill her ran away with um, my $3,000. Now we're going to try this again. And, uh, and something to that effect, obviously not word for word. Um, and like, how much would you charge me or that kind of thing? But one sentence we could have convicted him on, on both counts. So this was the recording with the undercover, the, the, the Fed, the undercover agent, right? Yes. Is it true he had a, an, a meeting about murder for hire at an Applebee's? Um, I don't recall that. This uh, recording that we heard was uh, actually at the zoo. Uh, the first 
probably 10 minutes was just them walking with no no talking at all. And then uh, he met him, I believe in the, I think they said it was like an office near the gift shop. And that's where they sat down and talked about it. Now this is the Fed, the undercover agent, right? Yes, yes. You know, Kristen, I've got so many questions for you, but regarding the evidence, when Joe Exotic would be heard talking about murdering Carol Baskin, what was his demeanor? Was he afraid? Was he worried he was gonna get caught? Was he cavalier? Was he laughing? What was his demeanor during all those recordings? Uh, his demeanor in the courtroom? On, or on the in tape. The, on the tape, he was laughing. He, It was all a big joke to him. I don't, I think he really thought that he was gonna get away with it. Um, he, uh, he sounded angry in some of, some of them, but mostly he was just laughing. So let me understand, Kristen, was it a big joke or was it for real? Did he really oh, pay to have her killed? It was absolutely real. I mean, there, there was not a second of discussion and deliberations about whether or not he meant it. We all absolutely believe that he wanted her dead. And so I think uh, the laughing part of it was that um, he was thinking about how happy he would be when it actually happened. You know, I've listened to a lot of, a lot of people hire hitmen, believe it or not. And I've never heard one laughing about it, that it was just a big joke that this woman was going to be shot dead. So what was Joe Exotic's plan as to how to kill Carol Baskin? What did he want to happen to her? Oh, he had a few different plans. Um, at one point they talked about, um, uh, about Glover hiding on the, off the trail where she would ride her, her bike to work oh. and that he could just shoot her from there. Um, I think that, um, at one point they, uh, it was talked about that he could cut her head off and I mean, it was, it was all different scenarios that they would talk about. Um, I really don't think he even cared how it happened. He just wanted it to happen. Kristen, you know, when something like that would come out in court, every juror would turn and look at the defendant. Did you ever look over at him when those recordings were being played about putting, cutting her head off or shooting her off her bike? Um, yeah, he was, he was right in front of me. Um, he was uh, in my direct line of vision. So I watched his reaction a lot to things um, and he didn't really react. He, he, sometimes he would lean over and whisper something to one of his attorneys, but it wasn't, there wasn't any, any major reaction at all. Man, I would hang my head down if a recording was played back where I wanted somebody's head cut off. 
have somebody murdered? He just sat there like it was nothing, Kristen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he just didn't seem to, to believe that that was going to be enough to convict him. And, uh, and I think, um, well, like I said, we didn't really talk about it, but um, in deliberations, but I don't think anybody really had any sympathy for him. Um, wow, why and, do you say that? Is that? Did y'all talk about that in the jury room, the jury deliberations room? Oh, we did. We talked about uh, just a little bit because um, out of the three and a half hours that we were in deliberations, only maybe 20 minutes of it we talked about the uh, the two murder for hire charges. The rest of the time we talked about the the animal charges. So um, we talked about um, how he would his attorney would ask him a question and he would go way too far with the answers and his attorney would have to stop him. He offered up far more information than what his attorney obviously wanted him to, to let us know. So we talked about things like that, but um, nobody, I mean, there, there were people that felt bad if he would have to go to prison. I wasn't one of those people, but there were jurors that that um, were sad about that. And I just... Okay, Kristen, whoa, wait a minute. They were sad <laughs> because the guy that shot Tigers dead in the cage, he was not being attacked. The tiger was not trying to attack anybody else. He just shoot it dead in the cage. And you hire a hitman, not once, but twice, to kill a lady on her bike or cut off her head. Some jurors actually felt bad he would have to go to jail? Are you serious? We had a few jurors that um, were crying when we went back into the courtroom. And I, I was, like I said, I wasn't one of those people. I, we had a job to do, and um, and I actually watched his reaction. I, I some of the other jurors kept their heads down, but um, I they kept their heads just, down. Were they embarrassed? I think they just felt bad. Um, I just didn't. I I felt like he deserved it. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Was he that likable, Kristen? Was he likable when he took the stand? Tell me how he did on the stand. Maybe he was sympathetic on the stand and some of the jurors felt some kind of connection to him. Well, um, I didn't, that's for sure. But he um, he was uh, a fake crier. I was pretty close to him, so I could tell that when he was wiping his face, there were no tears. But he did make a grand gesture of it. Um, I love he... it when people fake cry in court. Okay. <laughs> when you say he made a gesture, please tell me what he would do. I, I have to know um, this, Kristen. <laughs> he would wipe both of his eyes and, and flick the tears away. And, and I mean, he, I think he felt like the we were in the splash zone of his of his tears he was flicking them so hard but there was there was no tears there was that was all fake um when you say flick he would actually wipe and flick like um, almost off his hand he actually he actually did it in in one of the uh episodes where he was crying and he um would kind of wipe his eyes real hard and and uh, make this big flicking motion with his hands. And like um, you're, you're flicking water off your hands. Okay, I got it. He did that in court. He did, yeah. And I just, I was just dumbfounded at some of the things he did. Um, oh, please tell he, me what, what dumbfounded you? What else did he do in court? Well, um, the one that stands out the most is that his attorney was asking him about where he was one day when he got a phone call and what he did when he got that phone call. And uh, I think he said he was in Oklahoma City or Edmond or something. And um, so he headed back to the zoo, but they stopped at a motel on the way and, and filmed a softcore porn. And his attorney was just shaking his head, and he said, "Okay, that's enough." And had to well, had let, to let remind. Me, let me just drink that in, Kristen. Hold on. So he's in Oklahoma City, and he's on the way back, and he stopped at a motel to watch a little porn. 
Did I get no, that right? To, no, to film a softcore porn. Whoa. Him and, okay, wait. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> he just pulled off and filmed some porn. Yes. I, I mean, don't it was know bad who enough was when I thought you said he watched some porn. I didn't know you said he filmed. Okay. All right. Okay. Since that's yeah. not a felony, I'll proceed. I wonder who he's filming the porn with. I don't know, but I am sure that I wasn't the only juror that was afraid that might come into evidence and we'd have to watch it. Uh, okay. Wait. But his... Okay, wait a minute. Let me let me get my head off Joe Exotic filming porn. <laughs> and that's going to be hard to do, and I'm going to move on. So wh what else did he do in the courtroom besides admit, without being asked that he was filming porn, what else did he do in court? Um, it was just a lot of trying to elaborate on on certain things when they would ask a question, he would try to sneak in other things and other, um, like he would say, if it wasn't for her uh, first dead husband, and then they would object, or it was things like that. And of course, we had no idea what he was even talking about. Um, but he, he did try to sneak things in. Looking back on it, I, I, remember a few of those things but the the prosecution stopped him pretty quickly and and we never even talked about it we had didn't even know what it was about did you guys in court see any of his show that he filmed where he would talk about wanting carol baskin's head in a jar did you see any of that on and I guess on YouTube, did you get to see any of that? We did. We, um, the, in the jury box, um, there was one monitor for every two people. So we got to see all of that right in front of us. And um, when he shot the blow up doll, I think everybody jumped. We didn't see that coming. Um, and just, you know, the, the head in the jar, all those kind of things. It it was very disturbing to see. Um, but yeah, we saw all of that. We didn't see any of his music videos, but we did see little parts of his his yeah. internet show. And you gotta see the music videos. Oh, I I have seen them since, and uh, once was enough. That was was enough for me, but. Um, yeah, he claimed that he had a million followers on uh, for his uh, internet show, um, and I think that's he didn't say too much more about that. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Easy breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. 
Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Why do you think, why do you think, I mean, I have an opinion, but why do you think he hated Carol Baskin so much he wanted to kill her? Well, I I think that, um, I, I think that he um, didn't like that she, well, obviously he didn't like that she was attacking him for having the cubs, but also, there was the uh, the million dollar lawsuit, mm-hmm. um, which he brought on himself for for naming his company right. You know, almost the same name as hers. Right. Um, Big I think it was entertainment. I think. Yeah, and the logo was so similar, um, but I think that I think it all came down to just getting even. He just wanted revenge for her um saying anything bad about his his zoo and he just became obsessed with it what did you make of the first would-be hitman alan glover what did you think about him um well he uh in my opinion he had either been drinking or he had been doing some drugs. I don't know, but when he was on the stand, his eyes were bloodshot. He was real sweaty. He was just um, obviously very uncomfortable. Um, I found him believable, and I, I think probably the other jury members did too, since nobody even questioned that in deliberations. Um, I don't think he ever intended to kill her or try to kill her when he told Joe that he would. I think all along he was just going to take the money and run. Um, yeah, I just, I found him believable. I I know that well, he has a path. Well, did you ever actually, oh yeah, yeah, but I mean, who do you think is going to be hanging out with Joe Exotic? Nuns and priests and virgins? No. Um, right. What do you make, I understand that Alan Glover had issues but no one challenged his credibility. You believed him. What about the undercover agent? You know, I was thinking about that the other day, and I can't even remember what he looks like. I'm, I know he took the stand, but I just, I don't remember much about his testimony at all. Um, I guess uh, I I believe Garrettson, He's he's pretty much the one that, they gave all the information about it, and the FBI agent, if I rem- I mean, I'm sure he just backed it up, 
But um, Gerritsen, I felt like when he gave all the information about the recordings and and all of the things that Joe asked him to do, um, be involved in the fake ID and the phone and that kind of thing. Um, I felt Wait, like he was very- Which fake ID are you talking about? Well, there was, um, oh, I, I wanna say it was in, oh, I don't remember where it was at, but they You're went to some sort- You're talking about the undercover agent's fake ID. Well, it had to do with, um, oh, it actually may be, yeah. I'm just, I, I remember them talking about a fake ID and and for some reason I'm thinking it was for Glover, but I could be wrong. Um, yep, yep. It, let me ask you this. You had to listen to all the tapes of mm -hmm. the federal agent speaking to Joe Exotic as Exotic was trying to get him to kill Baskin. Were, were the tapes believable? Oh yeah, absolutely believable. Um, the undercover agent was just, um, it, he talked like, uh, like he actually lived at the park. You would never know that he wasn't, um, wasn't the kind of person that uh, Garretson would hang out with. Um, I can see why Joe had no idea that he was, was yep. an FBI agent. I guess you now know that Joe Exotic, not his real name, has filed a multi-million dollar lawsuit claiming that he was entrapped, that the government set him up, lured him into this. What do you make of that, Kristen? Oh, I think that he's, he's grasping at straws. There's, there was absolutely no evidence of a setup at all. Um, everything everything that we were given as far as evidence was either in a video or a recording or a text messages or email everything was documented in some way and it was really just a matter of sitting down and going through it and putting things together and there was really no question about his guilt on any of the charges so you're telling me that you guys, once you got in jury deliberations, talked for about 20 minutes about two hitmen to kill Carol Baskin, and the rest of the nearly four hours was about the Lacey Act, the Endangered Species, the Wildlife Act. Why do you think you guys devoted so much time to what happened to the animals? Well, there was, we had to go through all the documents. Um, and we went through those one by one. And then um, there was one juror that wanted to go through them a second time. Um, but it was just kind of um, matching things up and, and, and trying mm -hmm. to make sure that what we were seeing was actually... Um, what the indictment you know, said. Right, yeah. right. It was because these were all forms that we weren't familiar with and... and um, so yeah, we, we, we only had one juror who um, was a holdout for a little bit on the charges. Um, well, the, the Cubs, selling the Cubs, he was charged um, one count for each Cub that he sold across state lines. 
and another charge was for falsifying the document, the USDA document. And so um, each cub, there were two charges and, and one juror just said, I can't find Because him. there's the act of selling the cub, which is against the Endangered Species Act. And then there's the forging of the documents to sell the cub, to make it look like the cub was donated or given right. for a sanctuary. So yeah, mm -hmm. I get it. And the one juror got hung up on that. Yeah, she just said, I, I just don't think I can find him guilty of two charges on each cub. And I said, well, they're, they're two crimes. You, I mean, he did it. He did both of them. So I don't know if you find him guilty on one, you almost have to find him guilty on the other. Um, but yeah. I mean, it didn't take long um, for her to come around. What about, what was the response of the jury, the d individual jurors, when there were the counts of shooting tigers in their cages okay so um the the story behind those tigers is that uh there were five tigers that were um kept in three cages and somebody uh wanted to board three tigers there and and pay to board them and joe didn't have any empty cages so he pulled those five tigers out to empty those cages and he shot those tigers and buried them in a, on his property to make money for boarding. That's how little the tigers meant to him and how much money meant to him. And that was probably the most disturbing thing of anything he did. Um, they had a vet come on who had records for those tigers and they were all healthy they were all between, I think she said nine and 12 years old and tigers can live to be 17 or 18. So they were, they had plenty of life left. And uh, Joe had tried to say that they were all old and they were sick and that he was putting them out of their misery. And it was absolutely not true. Did he shoot them right there in their cage? Um, I believe he uh, pulled them out one at a time. He um, injected something so that they would fall asleep and then he shot them in the head. Who testified to that, Kristen? Um, I know that um, Eric, I believe it's Cowley, he was the first one uh, that testified. He took care of those tigers, so um, he he testified about that. In fact, one of them, his name was Cuddles, and he was very close to that tiger, and he started crying on the stand when he was talking about it. Um, I believe, oh, I believe John Finley talked about it too. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or 
Visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Now that you've seen the Netflix special and there's been so much discussion of it, how do you compare, and I'm not trashing the Netflix special, I watched it too, how do you compare what you saw there to what you saw in court? Because most people believe what they see on TV. They don't get that the jury heard evidence that led them to a verdict. How do you compare that crazy series of Netflix to what really happened in real life? Well, I I have a friend who who had said to me that this was a docudrama, not a docu documentary or a docu series, and that's exactly what it was. They created storylines that that not only we didn't see, but but they didn't show what we did see. They didn't include that there was evidence about the hitman and and they didn't tell the story behind the tigers and and they made him out to be um, almost a victim. They made him seem um, lovable and and that um, he was such a good guy and um, it it just wasn't even the same story. It it did a huge injustice to the jury because now people think that we convicted him based on absolutely nothing. Um, and I know it didn't take us long to deliberate, but that's because we were handed everything we needed. Um, and I think his ego was so big that he really thought that that there was no way he'd be found guilty. Kristen, what was his reaction when guilty was read out in the courtroom? Um, he put his head down. Uh, he was uh, obviously upset. He at one point looked each juror in the face and was kind of shaking his head. And um, I can tell you that I didn't get the feeling that his attorneys were surprised at all. But um, uh, but you know they also can remain stoic during verdicts of all the trials I've seen. So I don't think that's an indication of anything, but he was he was surprised. Kristen, what has your life been like since the verdict and since the documentary, or as you say, docudrama aired on Netflix? Um, well, I mean, after the trial and I could tell people, you know, what trial I had was a juror on and um, they had some questions, but not tons. But now once this came out, they, I, my friends and, and my friend's friends ask a lot of questions about, about him and what it was like in the courtroom. And, um, 
I mean, I can't answer a lot about a lot of the people that were on the the show because they not all of them took the stand. Only some of them did, and um, and I was honestly disappointed that Jeff Lowe didn't take the stand. I did kind of want to hear how he was tied into it all, but he never took the stand. Um, I mean, do people act like you did the wrong thing? And some of them now do. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll say, I, what did you convict him on? There was nothing there. There was no evidence. And I said, well, that's because that wasn't a, a courtroom show. That wasn't, they didn't show the trial. They showed you what they want you to believe. And you just have to remember that that is all for entertainment. That is shock value. And, you know, don't believe everything you see because it really, there was so much more to it than what they're showing you. When you look back on it, Kristen, how do you feel about the whole thing? I absolutely feel like we made the right decision. I think that, um, I think that he deserved what he got. Um, there's, there is no doubt in my mind at all that uh, he did every single thing in those charges. So I, I feel very confident with what, with the decision we I'm made. I'm so grateful that we've gotten to actually see you and hear you <laughs> because it makes me know that the jury did the right thing. I don't have to question it because I've met a juror, I've heard you talk about the evidence and how you reasoned it. Kristen, thank you from all of us. Can I just say one quick thing? Please. Um, on this uh, this last show, Netflix show that they added, his campaign manager said that the reason that uh, he was found guilty is because Oklahomans don't like Joe Exotic and Oklahomans don't like gays. Well, I can tell you when I walked in the courtroom, I didn't know who he was. So I had, that had nothing to do with that. And as far as gay people, that I, it is so insulting that uh, anybody would say that about the jury, that, that that was the reason that we came to that verdict. I can tell you in deliberations, we didn't talk about his husband's. We didn't talk about his sexual orientation. We didn't talk about anything like that. So I just want that to be cleared up, that that had no part in our decision. Kristen, thank you for clearing that up, and I'm so glad you brought it up. Thank you for being with us. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.